You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I am here by myself today. No Mikey, no Jason Bond. It really wasn't planned this way, but this is how it happened. You get me, you get Ja, this is all you get. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, I know Mikey uh, had something planned, and uh, I think something got in the way of Bond getting to the show tonight. So this is probably going to be the shortest episode of Watchpoint Radio ever. Then again, I can kind of talk a lot, so we'll see, but uh, I think I've only really done one other solo podcast, and that was supposed to last five minutes, it lasted 20, so we'll see what happens. But this is episode number 21, um, recording on August 30th, for released, oh no, sorry, good lord, gotta change those notes, Ja, gotta change those notes. It's actually September 6th, and I am recording, I'm recording for release for September 7th, um, gotta be honest, don't have much to talk about. There hasn't been much, uh, new news for Overwatch. The, I thought maybe some stuff was going to come out of PAX, really didn't hear anything coming out of PAX, but season two did begin. Season two began early because we all thought that season two was going to start on September 6th, fooled us, September, uh, the actual season started on September 1st. And uh, that's for PC and Xbox. And for PS4, it was sometime over the weekend, so probably the third or the fourth PS4 players got the patch that brought in Season 2. So competitive mode here. Season 2 is here. You know, everybody had a great time on the PTR. I was like, all right, cool. We're going we're gonna, to, you know, come back to Season 2 and things are going to be better and everybody's going to have a good time. Boy, did Blizzard troll us. I mean, this is the second time I've played, you know, an Overwatch preseason kind of on the PTR. And was like, oh my god, this is great. And then I go to play it on, you know, live. And it's like, what the fuck happened? Because it really, it's not nearly as enjoyable to play as it was on the PTR. So I think I talked about it before. On the PTR, I was playing, I solo queued my placements there. I placed gold the first time because the PTR did wipe. I placed gold the first time, but I won my way into into platinum, actually high platinum. And then I placed the second time directly into platinum, almost made diamond, but I actually ended up playing uh, Deus Ex for like two weeks. So I didn't go that much further. But either way, like like, both times when I placed and I was playing, the wins felt fair and the losses felt fair. And even in terms of skill loss and skill gain, it felt fairly. Like I couldn't be too upset at what was was going on. That's not really happening on live. On live, it feels very different. Uh, first of all, solo queue was horrendous. Solo queue was horrendous, and I gotta I gotta warn everybody: if you have not done your placement matches yet, 
in no way, shape, or form should you be doing it solo on any platform, not even PC. I am dead serious. It was, it was a mess. Like some, it, it, it was a real mess. It was almost like the game was not even attempting to do any type of matchmaking. It was really, really bad. And I'm not the per, I'm not the type of person that's not saying all of my teammates are bad because they weren't. But the thing about Overwatch is you only need one or two bad teammates to bring down your entire team, especially if they're in a key role like a tank or they're in a role like a healer. I mean, perfect example in. Uh, during my, one of my placement matches, we're playing on Eichenwald, and I'm, I what what ta- what class was I? I think I was a Zarya. I think I was a Zarya. I might have been a Reaper. I only played it twice. Once I played, you know, t- for, toward the end I played a Zarya. Once toward the end I played a Reaper. I think I was playing Zarya at this time, and we have a Reinhardt. Why the Reinhardt wouldn't like push up to the cart? Like he was basically hanging back and hiding behind me. Reinhardt was hiding behind me. I had to tell him, like, dude, Reinhardt, you need to push up to the cart so that we can get behind you and push forward. And he finally did it. But I don't understand why he wasn't, why he wouldn't push forward in the first place. But that's the type of stuff that I was dealing with in placement matches. And so in in solo queue placement, is it's almost a surefire way. Unless you were ranked high last season, it's almost a surefire way to get ranked low. I mean, I, the thing is, I was playing with some guys who were ranked like 73 or in the 70s, um, mid-60s, and I confirmed this by looking at their accounts, and they placed in gold. Like, you, you mean to tell me that those guys who were in the, in the, high, in the mid-60s and 70s are playing that much worse this season that they're now they're in gold? No way. Because gold should be around, you know, 40 to 49. And even I placed in gold. I placed 50 points away from platinum. I went 5 and 5 on PC, on console. Oh, man, that was real bad. (laughs) On console, that was real bad for me. Um, Very, very frustrating to play. Uh, It was, I went 3, 6, and 1 tie. It was it was very very frustrating, um, I think because I, I don't know how it is on Xbox. Uh, I mean, even though we we did have um, Grundy, he told us what kind of a little bit what it was like to play on Xbox. Uh, you know, uh, with the PS4, it's like just people. Even if they're not in groups, it seems like they're not getting into team chat. That's what it feels like, and. You know, I, I get if you're not going to communicate back, but at least, I at least want you to be able to hear me. So you know. If I'm giving a warning, like, hey, there's a Reaper behind you guys. Actually, perfect example of something that happened on PS4 is that I look up, and I'm in Hanzo's crosshairs. I'm going to die if he does scatter shot. Well, that's exactly what he did. So I died. But before I died, I'm like, there's a Hanzo up top behind you guys. He kills me. I say again, guys, there's a Hanzo behind you. There's a Hanzo behind you. And nobody turned around to address the Hanzo. The Hanzo killed three people so I'm the first, kills three additional people with arrows to the back, and then does his special, which kills one other person. All could have been avoided because of communication, but that's what I had to deal with on console. And I will admit, I I still got a gold placement. I probably deserve to be gold on console, mainly because I'm just not as good on console in term, uh, you know, as I am on PC. I can't do that pinpoint accuracy, and it does take me a little while to reset. If I play the PS4, maybe for a week straight, I'll probably get back to it. But 
you know, with me hopping back and forth, it really doesn't help too much. So, but yeah, the the solo queue was pretty was pretty brutal. I placed in gold on on both PC and PS4. But then when you actually, uh, you, you know, you start playing your your placement game. Well, after your placement games, like I was actually when I was done with placement, I'm like finally done with placement. I can get matched with other people and I can climb my way out of here. Right? Wrong. This was very. This was. This was not good. This was uh the the matchmaking on PC and on PS4 is bad. And I mean I it's bad for a few reasons. And here's the problem. Uh first of all, it feels like the the skill range, right? It feels like the skill range of players is way too wide. I on PC I got in an argument with a Lucio about leaving the group. Like we, so we were playing, we we're playing on, um, Oh, uh, I'm trying to think it's not Hanamara. Why, why can't I remember the uh, Lee Jang tower? We were playing on Lee Jang tower. We're playing in the, the garden, which is that the second level. If you were in beta, the second level, it's the one where, you, um, you know, both teams run to the middle and you fight inside that place that has um a bridge to the back and you know has like a bridge to the back and there's um like a gap how i'm trying to, I, i'm just i'm describing it terribly but it's it's not the one where you're in the control of the tower it's not the one in the night market that lucio gets to punt everybody off of. it's the other map so we're playing that me and four other people are moving up to the point and I'm looking around, I'm like, where is Lucio? And he's he just like snaps. He's like, I'm I'm here on the point. Where are you guys? And we're like, none of us are on the point. You're up there by yourself. You need to come back. He's like, no, you guys need to come up here and join me. And it's like, no, you need to stay with the group so that, you know, you, we can have your heals as we're fighting through. I'm like, you know, if you die, we have no heals. Then we go in and we die. Then you come back out and rush in by yourself. And I'm going back and forth with this guy and he would not... It was like he I don't know if he knew he was wrong and he just wasn't admitting it, but he would not admit that he was doing it wrong. It was us that was the problem. And a player like that should not be in gold. Gold should be the should be the rank where I mean you don't have to be great, but you at least have to be proficient in the game to be in gold. And for a player like that to be in gold, he's not proficient at the game. Because that's a that's a that's a very basic tactic that you stay with the group when you're the healer. I mean, how else could I explain it? You stay with the group uh, when you're the healer, and it really doesn't feel. It feels like the, there's a, a huge range in skill, not just in gold but in platinum. Like the two thousand to three thousand point range, it's like anybody can be in there and not good. I mean, I've had platinum players that were terrible. Platinum players. I've been playing. I played platinum players who were not good at teamwork, who refused to switch characters. I had a platinum player on Lee Jang Tower another time I was playing who refused to switch out of Anna, and I mean, don't, Anna's not completely useless on that map, but she's not the greatest, you know, person for that map because she doesn't have a lot of good sight lines. None of us were playing Reinhardt either, so it's not like you know she was just trying to build up her special so that she can use it for Reinhardt. No, it didn't. Didn't didn't work like that. So why were you playing Anna? But she was doing it anywhere. He was doing it anyway. Whatever. 
it's it was very it's very frustrating to do that. And honestly, I think that player refused to switch because I asked him to switch. I'm a gold player, and so he was like, "I'm a platinum player. Why would I listen to a gold player?" And it's like, dude, gold and platinum feel interchangeable right now. Actually, <laughs> the more game when I I've lost more games when I've had more platinum players on my team than when I've had more gold. Which is which is funny. Like that that's the thing. Like it, it, gold and platinum completely interchangeable right now. What it feels like, it feels like the skill ranking system is funneling everyone into the middle, which will be either gold or platinum. It's funneling you into the middle and depend basically based off of what you do, it either it takes the worst of the worst and pushes them below gold to silver. And then it takes the best of the best and pushes them up, you know, diamond and above. I can't even imagine who's in bronze right now. Like, if the players I'm playing with are in silver, or sorry, not in silver, in gold, I can't imagine who's in bronze. And silver has to be horrendous, man. Like, it, ha- it really does have to be horrendous uh, uh, play there because we're just, <laughs> it's, it, the range is too much. And it partially has to do with, um, the grouping system because now if you have a platinum player right let's say he's ranked 2700 and he brings in a gold player that is you know ranked not that far from platinum what's going to happen is the system is going to try to balance it out by giving us a like a super low ranking player to balance out that skill rank average because that's all it really does and the logic behind it is that the high-ranking player should probably be able to negate the low-ranking player's skill. But Overwatch doesn't work like that. It only takes one to two people, like I said. It only takes one to two bad players to ruin your entire team. You can have one bad player, and you know the match can be close, and you would have won that match if that player would have just you know if he was just a little bit better if he knew how to play his character a little bit better if he knew uh you know the tactics a little bit better but you know that's that's part of the issue so you know it it was in in the ptr you you, the 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 rule was you had to be within 500 skill rank of somebody now you can be within a thousand skill rank so if a platinum player or even a you know a diamond player groups up with somebody in gold that dude, that they're gonna they're gonna really try to swoop down and bring somebody who is low up into your team to make that uh to average out that skill. Uh, I I don't understand why it's like this because I mean I've played in other ranking systems. Actually, I've played in uh, the StarCraft ranking system, which used the exact same tiers: bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, uh, master, and grandmaster. I'm familiar with that. And when I played StarCraft. Well, don't get me wrong, some days were more frustrating than others, and you know, a loss is a loss and that can be tough. I never felt as frustrated as I do playing Overwatch right now. Like I never played a match in StarCraft that I felt like I was just being like you know, I, I was matched with somebody who was really, really bad. Most of the people who I was matched with were were around my skill level or higher. I mean, I could deal with higher skill level players because in StarCraft, you knew you were going to get bumped up to the next tier because they didn't show skill rank or anything like that. So you knew you were going to get bumped up to the next tier if you started playing people in the next tier and they were harder. And that's how you knew you were getting pulled up. Um, 
and so you know you you start like you know I was a bad player, so I started in bronze. I have people who are saying they're bad players and they're starting in gold. You know, they're like, oh, I've been playing Overwatch for I don't know a few weeks, and I'm not really that great at it, but I made gold, and I really don't think think that should be the issue here, especially if you didn't play season one. You know, that that's the thing. But uh, yeah, in my mind. Bronze tier should be for beginners and the worst people in the game. All right, it actually should have the most players, if you ask me. The bronze tier, silver tier should be players having trouble with using characters, maybe utilizing tactics, some trouble with teamwork. But they're not the worst. They're not beginners, but they're still not that great at the game. Gold, like I said, is when you know uh, that should start. The tier where people have a grasp of the game and they know how to play. Like, you know, players have a grasp of characters and abilities, uh, but they might have deficiencies in tactics or maybe like some cognitive skill. Like, you know, they're not great at aiming and shooting. You know, they have trouble performing consistently. You know, they can work with teams, but, you know, it's not all there for them. I think that should probably be Gold League. Platinum should be players that know how to play their characters, they know game tactics, they might have some trouble performing sometimes, and they work well with teams. And then diamonds should be the best out of that gold platinum group. Expert, uh, you know, expert knowledge of characters and tactics, and they know how to work with a team very well. And then the master and grandmaster tier should be for either damn near pro level players or actual pro level players. Like masters should be pro level players, grandmasters should be the best of the pro level players. That makes sense to me. But this filtering everybody into the middle really doesn't make that much sense to me like why would they do that unless they're just trying to make uh, make people feel good but at the end of the day it makes people feel bad when you're getting losses for stupid reasons like your healer is not sticking with you you know that, yeah that really that that's that's a real bummer like, i gotta take a loss man I mean, i've been i've been doing this for a long time playing video games that is playing competitive video games and i could take a loss and, you know, you, you you take your loss, you look at what you did wrong, you try to improve on it, and then you get back in there. That's how I went from being bronze in StarCraft to platinum in StarCraft. Actually, I ended up, you know, playing Diamond League pretty consistently in StarCraft. Um, dude, if I went back to StarCraft now, I don't even know where I'd be because there's no way I can keep up. But, yeah, I mean, I went from bronze to playing, you know, you know Diamond League by the time I got done with StarCraft. Um, and that's because I had fair matches, you know, matches around my skill level that I was able to play and learn from as opposed to this. You know, I'm, I, when I'm getting four and sometimes five gold medals in a match, what am I supposed to take from that? <laughs> you know, how, how do I, how do I take that? I get four, I, you know, I get like 50, you know, 50 or more eliminations. I'm getting 12k damage. I'm doing, you know, 7, 8k heals on a DPS character, you know, or, you know, as, as Roadhog, how, how, am I, how am I supposed to take that? How am I supposed to learn from that experience and get better when I pretty much did everything I could possibly do? At least it feels like it. Uh, but I think um, the, the bad matchmaking is probably the core issue here. Uh, even if those players, like, you know, if you, even if those players were in gold, you know, you have bad players and gold. Maybe they should be placed with the other bad players in gold, you know, and maybe push down. Whereas, uh, 
I don't know. I'm trying not to sound elitist or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, these guys suck, and they shouldn't play with me. It's that's not the case. It's really tough to put your finger on what the what the problem is with a, a player. But it's clear that we're not playing at the same skill level, you know, because no matter what type of attitude that Lucio player had, the smart move would have been to stick with the team, not just stick with me, but you know, uh, stick with the team. The matchmaking that we get right now, you know, once, first of all, if you get it, like I said, if you get a group in there uh, that has, um, you know, has bringing somebody with a higher skill rank, that's going to throw the entire system, matchmaking system off for your team. But even going, um, you know, going solo, no teams, you're still getting matched uh, pretty bad, you know. Actually, to be honest with you, the higher I ranked, I was ranked in gold, the worst players I would get on the opposite side. Like, you know, and, and when we get a high-ranked player in gold, the, it feels like they try to reach low to bring a, a lower-ranked player in to, to help balance out that skill ranking. However, the closer I got to the middle of gold, the better the matches got. The matches were a bit tighter. People communicated more. And those are the matches I'm winning. So I'm constantly, right now, I'm constantly bouncing between almost 2,500, you know, like four fucking, you know, 90, and, you know, going back down to like 360, <laughs> you know, 2360 is what I'm saying. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's very, very frustrating right now. I do have some fixes, though, and that's pretty much going to be the, the, <laughs> the bulk of this, um, I guess, podcast here, that I do have some suggestions that I think would really help with not just the matchmaking, but with competitive in general. Uh, the first thing that I think... Well, actually, first of all, let's talk about skill rank first. Because skill rank needs to be addressed. First of all, the skill rank system is broken. Like I said, I f- it feels like everybody's being funneled to the middle and either pushed up or down, as opposed to everybody starting from the bottom, you know, starting from zero, and then based on your matches, working your way up. That's how like, it doesn't feel like that's happening because that's the case. The mo- the majority of players will be in bronze, but yet if you go into the forums or or you go into Reddit, most players are in gold or platinum. So that's uh, that's that that screams like there's an issue to me. So skill rank needs to be fixed, but let's imagine for a second that the equations they use for skill rank actually worked, okay? The first thing I think that needs to happen is that skill rank needs to be hidden. It sounds a little weird, but I think skill rank needs to be hidden. Players really don't need to see exactly what their skill rank is. becomes It becomes a huge point of contention i don't really think they should have introduced skill rank in the first place uh because now and if you as long as you have skill rank any type of skill rank that you display whether it be the one from the first season or this new recalculated skill rank if you do that everybody's just going to try to mathematically convert it to the other skill rank and it's going to have the same problems anyway let's be clear the new skill rank system was all smoke and mirrors it really, it really was. They're trying to draw people away from that hundred percent view, and it really didn't work because that wasn't the problem. That wasn't the problem with 
with skill rank. The real, the actually, the, the big problem that people had with skill rank, let's be honest, is the fact that you didn't get much for a win, and you got hit hard for a loss, which is still happening, by the way. That's still happening. I mean, I can get three, three wins, and those three wins are nixed by one loss. You know, the nixed by one loss. And so and it's weird because some people are having the exact opposite. I know a guy who he can lose, you know, he loses like three, four times and then he gets one or two wins and it completely takes care of the losses he had. And he, he's like, yeah, it's weird, man. He's, he, told, he told me, I mean, I thought you'd be diamond by now. I'm like, no, I'm having the exact opposite problem. When I win, I get like 20 points, 30 at the most. When I lose, I'm losing forty between forty to sixty points, easy, and that's a that's a huge complaint on the forums right now. So that's the actual problem that skill rank is punishing uh, a bit too much, and I want to get into why people feel that way in a minute. But skill rank, I think, needs to be hidden. You should just see your tier. Are you your gold, your platinum, your uh, diamond, or whatever? I think that needs to go away and, and, and be hidden. Now, another thing I think that needs to happen is that skill rank, instead of only applying it to quick play, and like, like I said, not quick play, sorry, to competitive, like I said, we're imagining that the the competitive skill ranking system is actually working um, well here. They actually need to apply that skill rank system to quick play so that quick play can get even balanced matches. because. And this goes into why the skill rank system works the way it does. People think, uh, you know, what the community wants is they want a competitive mode that they can climb. And it's kind of like a ladder system. That's what it feels like. That's not what Blizzard is actually delivering here. What the competitive mode in Overwatch is, is a way for you to get balanced matches. Like it's supposedly, supposedly even balanced matches. That's what they're trying to give you. But the thing is, though, we don't just want even balanced matches in competitive. We want even balanced matches across the board. All matchmaking should try its best to give you even balanced matches. And quick play matchmaking does not do that. I'm pretty sure um, latency is more of a factor in quick play than your actual skill level, to be honest with you. I'm not talking about your 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 level that you get experience for, because, I mean, you can just... I know a guy who prestige three times in the first month Overwatch came out, and he fucking sucks, okay? Um, and so that, that really doesn't matter too much. It just means you played Overwatch a lot. It doesn't mean you're actually good at it. Skill rank needs to... And still hidden, by the way, skill rank needs to be applied to quick play. And... They, with quick, with it applied to quick play, it should provide more even and balanced matches and make quick play more fun. All right. For competitive, I have two ideas mainly. All right. So for competitive, skill rank should be involved in your placement, but skill rank should not be the constant factor in competitive mode itself. I think they should use skill rank. What it should let you do five and maybe ten placement matches, but I think five placement matches is enough. Five placement matches, based on your skill rank at the end of those five placement matches or ten placement matches, if you really want to, then you're placed in a tier. Right. Once you're in that tier, now 
20 points for a win, 20 points for a loss. Unless, you know, with, you know, or, uh, you know, with the exception of certain circumstances, like if you, uh, I don't know, come down to, well, no sudden death doesn't exist anymore, but, you know, maybe if it was a draw or real close, well, actually a draw, you would get no points either way, but it, depending on how the match went, you might only get 10 points taken away if you lose. And then, and th- by the way, I'm describing, almost describing the competitive mode system they had in beta. Because I, I still wonder why they got rid of that. Because in beta, like the, the only difference between the competitive mode in beta and the competitive mode I'm talking about now is that beta had no placement matches. You had challenger. Everybody starts in challenger. All right? You have five divisions uh, per tier. So you had challenger, advanced, expert, hero, and I'm missing one. I'm pretty sure. Um, but you, you know, you had challenger, you fight your way through your five, uh, ranks of challenger, or through your five divisions of challenger, which puts you in advance. That means you're only playing with people in advance. You are no longer playing with people in challenger. All right. Now with challenger, you could never go backwards. Once you won what, you know, once you got 20 points, they couldn't take that point away from you. So basically if you could win your way out of challenger, which was awesome, you won your way out of challenger, you were out of the barrel that had the most crabs. Then you went to advanced, which was still a barrel of crabs, but it wasn't as bad, okay? But now the challenge with advanced was that you won 20 points for winning, you lost 20 points for losing, unless it went to sudden death, then you only lost 10. I think they should still have that where, you know, you place in, you know, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, wherever, and then based on if you get the same amount of points for a win or a loss, that will be so much better than what's going on right now. Because right now, dude, you get it, uh, you, it's devastating to win three matches just to get one loss that erases your entire those three matches. You know, I on Saturday, sorry, was well, Saturday or Sunday? I think Sunday I was playing. And I won like four games in a row, and then I lost two in a row, and the whole like, everything I did was gone. It was devastating. Maybe just not want to play. I actually, instead of I turned Overwatch off and I started watching the Get Down on Netflix. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, I can't right now. Like my heart just can't take this right now. So uh, yeah, I think that's much better once you get placed to stop using skill rank. You know, your skill rank is still relevant to your matchmaking. And uh, actually, I guess technically speaking, it can still be relevant to your matchmaking if you stay in the same area. But the the important thing is that you only play with people in your tiers, you know, in, in your immediate tier. You know, like uh, I do like the fact that there are five divisions. So actually, that's what I meant to say. You play with people in your divisions uh, of your tier. Like, I think that was a, a much better system because the games would be that much closer together for skill. To a degree, yes, you can game the system if you really want to. You can ride somebody's coattails uh, up to a high rank, but it's the opposite of what was happening before. See, what was happening in season one was that you had some players who were a higher tier. Let's say they were 55, finding a buddy who was in the 30s, and then they were, you know, he would get into their games, and they were basically ride up together. The person in the 30s would get up to the 40s, but the person in the 50s would get up to the 60s. That's how they were doing it. So it's the it's the opposite though. Like a low tier player, a low tier player 
would have to ride on the coattails of a high-tier player or a high-tier team, which is actually a lot more difficult because, like I said, it only takes one or two bad people on your team to, to get a loss. So that actually might work out better than the system they have in place now because you can still ride a low tier. We talked about it last week. You can ride a low tier to, you know, to, to, to a higher rank at this point. Now, that's a far-fetched idea because it's unlikely that Blizzard is going to impl- bring that back. You know, it's unlikely that Blizzard's going to bring that back. I would love to see that, but if they don't do it, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, if they, if you want to talk about improvements they could do for the current system, let's do that. And like I said, this is assuming, this is assuming that they fix the actual uh, skill rank system. Even if, even if they don't 100% fix it, this should help either way. All right, each tier should be divided by five so for bronze it's going to be each division is going to be 300 skill rank but for every and for grandmaster each skill is going to each division is going to be 200 skill rank but for the rest silver gold platinum and diamond and master it's going to be a hundred skill rank per division all right so you divide each tier into five divisions you don't show anybody this by the way you don't have to show this information it just gets divided by five divisions and matchmaking should be based on those divisions if you are in gold three you only play people in gold three if you're in gold four etc now if let's say you're in gold five if you're in gold five you can play people in platinum one and vice versa, platinum one, you can play people on gold five because that if you're in gold five, platinum's in your reach. And if you're platinum one, there's a good chance that you might be pulled back down into gold anyway. So that that, that, that those are the only two tiers I think that should intersect. But other than that, all the tiers should all all the all the tiers should be. Uh, divided into five divisions and you only play inside your divisions because that that's going to put you together with people who are actually closer to your skill level and when you play with people who are actually closer to your skill your games are going to be closer it's going to be less toxic because you're not going to have somebody from gold five or or platinum three playing with somebody from gold one who is just trying to is trying to learn the game and you know they're like why aren't you doing this why aren't you doing that I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not going to be completely gone. But it's going to be less likely that you're going to get that from people. And you'll actually, players will actually be able to learn and move up from, from you know, in the game versus, you know, a gold 5 player just being mad and maybe start trolling because he's playing with a gold 1 player uh, and they're not doing that great. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I do. Blah. You know, I, I think that will be a major improvement that they should be able to implement and not that, you know, not that hard. I mean, yes, maybe matchmaking will take a little bit longer, but I would rather wait longer for a match than play some of the matches I've played. I mean, like I said, when I played StarCraft, and sometimes I waited quite a while for those matches on StarCraft, when I played StarCraft, a loss hurts, it sucks, especially if you're on a losing streak, it sucks. But it never felt impossible to rank up. When I was playing StarCraft, it was always like, okay, these are the things I need to work on. These are the things that I'm seeing that I'm doing wrong over and over again. And I would work on those problems and get, and get it fixed. But in Overwatch, right now, it doesn't. It feels impossible to rank up. If you get a, if you get a win streak 
three, four, five, you know, uh, wins, dude, it only takes a few losses just for you to be either back where you were, completely erase everything you did, or just, you know, uh, even lower than that. And that's the big issue with Overwatch competitive right now that Blizzard needs to understand. I think the system is working the way Blizzard intended because Blizzard, based off of what Jeff Kaplan said, uh, a few things he said, I've heard him say, and some other things I've read, it seems like Blizzard wanted the skill ranking system to find where to place you, put you there, and basically you're just going to stay there unless your skill develops substantially. If your skill does not improve substantially, you're you're you know you're not gonna go anywhere, and that's the way the system is made to be was made because they want you to have tight competitive matches. That's one. That's not what people want. People want a ladder system that they can climb or descend based on how poorly they're doing. But two, I mean, on top of that, match the the way matchmaking is working, you we're not getting tight matches. The tight matches, tight competitive matches, are an exception to the rule right now which is a problem. I'm surprised when I get a tight match, you know? I'm very surprised when I, when I get a when I when I get a um a match that's actually competitive. But more than likely matches the steamrolls, man. Like it's clear we're going to win, we're going to win and it's clear we're going to lose, we're going to lose. You can probably right now you can probably predict what matches you're going to win, you're gonna, what matches you're going to lose. Except a match I had on console yesterday where I actually won 5v6. Come on PS4 players, you are better than that. You are better than that. You should not let my team beat you 5v6. That was really, really bad, guys. And you know why we won? Because they probably weren't communicating, which I think I'm going to bring uh, Jorge from In Orbit onto the show um, if he wants to talk about it. Because he, in, in an In Orbit episode uh, probably last month, he was talking about communication and destiny and how it's uh, in PvP and how it's not all that excellent. So we might have to bring that up. Yeah, but right now, man, I gotta be honest. Compa- I cannot recommend competitive mode season two. We're not really gonna see. I would be so surprised if we saw some actual changes to competitive mode before, um, before the end of the season. But I, I highly doubt it. Any changes that are gonna come, I, I don't think we're gonna see to December, guys. Honestly, and I mean, I would place if I was you. Would you if I were you guys, I'll place so I can get the items. Um. I don't know how many of you are actually go- going for golden guns, but you know that might be a goal if you're going for it. Sure, go ahead and play. But competitive mode season two is not competitive, especially below the diamond level. It feels like competitive mode season two is quick play with a one hero limit. Unfortunately, I hate to break it down like that, but that's the way it is. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to weekly updates, which I only have two of. So, the only really, like I said, two weekly updates. Uh, one being that there is a free console weekend coming up on the 9th, and it will run through the 12th. So, that is actually this weekend, Friday through Monday. Uh, your friends will be able to play Overwatch for free. It's like playing beta, but it's not in beta anymore. It's actually live. They'll be able to do everything except competitive mode. So, you can do brawls, you can do uh, quick play, and you can get your friends to play. This like, kind of raises the question to me, like, is Blizzard having a trouble keeping console players? I mean, I didn't have any trouble finding a match in Overwatch. 
So I, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to uh, prepare for the storm because Battlefield 1 is coming out. Titanfall 2 is coming out. Call of Duty's coming out. And I got to be honest, a lot of people are going to go play that. Which also, to be honest, might be very good for Overwatch. Overwatch on consoles, at least for me and my console peeps out there, feel free to correct me. I, I, you guys tell me you play on console more. But it feels like to me there's a lot of people who play Overwatch on console that don't grasp the game. Like, they want, they, they kind of want to go out solo, they want to do what they want to do, and that's it. Like, they, you know, and, and they're, count, they're counting KDs like it actually matters. They're not playing objective-based. And I think once those players go back to Call of Duty or Battlefield, or uh, even Titanfall 2, that we're going to see uh, a better play in Overwatch on consoles. Even on PC, to be honest with you, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Because the Overwatch hype will finally be over. Because the Overwatch hype is still going on, guys. But uh, the Overwatch hype will finally be over, I think. And we're going to start to get down to the, to the nitty-gritty here uh, of, of, of players. So I, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the free weekends. See if my, some of my friends will play. Uh, Jorge, if you're listening, did you get your ass onto Overwatch? They have Southpaw options now, so you have no excuse. Uh, the other weekly update I have is that replay is not coming to the end of the year, possibly next year. Jeff Kaplan uh, commented on a, uh, on a thread in the Blizzard forums because replay is a, is a, a lot of people want replay ability in Overwatch, which basically is all of your matches are essentially recorded and you can go back and watch the match, usually from more than one perspective, not just from your perspective. Like you can pick it up and move the camera around, see what people are doing on the other side of the map replays are an excellent way to learn how to play a game. The only reason I made it as far as I did in StarCraft was because of StarCraft replays. That's the only reason. Somebody told me to watch StarCraft replays so I can see why I was losing. You watch it, boom. You, I mean, you're not an instant you know, killer right there, but you do figure out what's going on. So that's not coming until end of year, if not next year. Now, uh, next week, I do fully expect to have both Bond and Mikey here. So uh, I haven't gotten any uh, early call-outs yet for that. But then again, didn't get a call-out for this one, Jason. But uh, I'll bust his balls later for that. Uh, next week, wh- what I'm going to be doing over this week is I'm going to be looking for ways to find groups for Overwatch. Because like I said, this season, uh, particularly last season, it was highly recommended that you go with a group because you would definitely see better gains. This season, it's like mandatory. So I want to see if I could do some homework for you guys and see if I could find a great way to find groups. I know one way to find a great group is the Heroes of Overwatch page on Facebook. I'm part of it. Uh, the guys from Sit Rep Radio are part of it. The guy, uh, Jorge from In Orbit. Um, it's actually him and the Technical Drum Clan that, that run that page. and It's a very welcoming page, and those guys uh, and gals uh, do, uh, you know, they, they group up and they help each other out to get their achievements and their placements and stuff like that. So if anybody's listening to this and you want to join the Heroes of Overwatch, uh, page, just, uh, shoot me a message, shoot me a tweet. I'll shoot you the links. Actually, I'll probably, I'll just put the link into, uh, into the show notes, but you can also contact me the various ways you can contact me, which I'll go through at the end of the show. And, um, you know, you, we, you know, I can I can hook you up with that information. So, uh, I mean, also if you have some suggestions for 
how you do LFG for Overwatch, please let me know. Like I, I think console players do it more so than PC players. Um, there's a lot of LFG sites set up uh, for consoles. I mean, PC players. I mean, I think we generally. Like I know there's, there's there's definitely a Discord channel I can go into, a Discord server I can go into, and I can pick up some games. But so I'm not necessarily a fan of some people that's in there. I'm, I'm gonna it's gonna remain nameless for now, but we'll see. But if you have any suggestions on how you LFG for Overwatch, please shoot that over. Um, I would you know I can I can talk I can try it out and I can talk about it on the show uh, next week. I'm also thinking about maybe I'll open up that we have the mash we have a Discord uh, server as well, so I might open up that Discord server. So any listeners who listen, if you want to group up with us, uh, you can do so. We mostly play PC. Me and Mike have PS4 Overwatch. Uh, I do not have Overwatch on Xbox, even though um, depending on how many of you guys play Overwatch on Xbox, I'm actually not opposed to picking up on Xbox. You know, I already have two of the three. Why not make it three? So I don't know. Let me let me know what you guys think. You know, there's so many ways to get in contact with us. We have um, there's a contact form on the Mash Those Buttons website. We have WPR at MashThoseButtons.com. Uh, you can just comment directly onto the podcast onto the uh, the website uh, the podcast page. You can uh, SoundCloud, on Facebook, uh, hit us up on Twitter, all those ways you can contact us. And, um, yeah, we, we can talk. We can talk. So uh, that's going to wrap me up now. I was worried that I wouldn't have enough to talk about. But look at this, 45 minutes. I know you guys are tired of hearing me speak because I am tired of talking. So I'm going I'm to finish this up, and then um, I'm going to let you guys go. As always, thank you for listening. Very sorry that it's only me this podcast. I really hope it didn't suck. It, uh, you know, this podcast is built to be, you know, is built for three people, so we can have a discussion. It's not supposed to be me just telling you how how something sucks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I really hate doing that. But that man, it was a rough weekend. Uh, but I really, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm, we're gonna try to get it back to normal next week really sorry about that we have other podcasts that have more than one person on it uh we have in orbit which is our destiny podcast we have wow talk which is uh, by the way in orbit um releases bi-weekly on monday uh well we have a world work pot world War- oh, sorry world of warcraft podcast which releases bi-weekly on Tuesdays. We have uh, actually they just released a new episode this Tuesday. We have Watchpoint Radio which is our Overwatch podcast. It releases every week on Wednesday. That's this one. Uh, we have Double Tap, which is our podcast dedicated to fighting games and the FGC, which is the fighting game community. That releases bi-weekly on Wednesday. There's going to be a new one this week, but it might be out Thursday, but I'm pushing for Wednesday. Uh, we have Sit Rep Radio, which is the Division podcast, which releases weekly on Friday. Uh, we have Frontline Radio, which is our Battlefield slash Battlefront podcast, which releases monthly every third week of the month. For the full podcast schedule, just go to mashlessbuttons.com slash schedule for scheduling details. All of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher, uh, Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, and RSS feed. And all those links are available right on the Mashless Buttons website. We have twitter.com slash MTB site. We have facebook.com slash mash those buttons. And we have youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Uh, I am on Twitter. I am underscore jaw underscore. 
and I believe Mikey is Sim underscore Key, which is S Y M underscore K E Y. I'm underscore J A A underscore. That's me again. Sorry if I'm talking really fast. Um, but uh, we also have a special announcement uh, from uh, Jorge from In Orbit. He is. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jorge, he has a message he wants me to read. Uh, we have many in the gaming community that go through many things in their lives, and Orbit host Jorge went through this in 2009 with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Nearly seven years later, he is still healthy and in remission. He will be participating in the Rise of Hope's Twitch stream fundraiser. His charity is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and is asking for help. We recommend everyone visit his... I'll visit, sorry, everyone visit www.lls.org to learn more about this charity and help Jorge out on his campaign page, which is at mash4.me slash LLS. That'll take you straight to his GoFundMe. You can also go to his Destiny Clan website, the technodrome.club, for additional information and watch him stream on September 20th at www.twitch.tv slash go to NRG. So uh, thank you guys for listening. If you guys enjoy the podcast uh, the, and you want to help us out, the best way to help us out is just spread the podcast to other people. You know, tell people that you think would enjoy the podcast uh, about it. Uh, if you really want to help us out, like if you want to, you know, go the extra mile, we would really appreciate it. If you could uh, go to whatever platform you're listening to, give, give us a thumbs up or, or rate the podcast, five stars, thumbs up, whatever they do on your favorite platform to get the podcast. We really really appreciate that every time you guys do that so thank you uh but as always thank you for listening and we will catch you guys next week Bye.